Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You know, it's shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. That's the brutal lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and literally took ownership of her home. In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home. She got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get it back. You know, the FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest growing crimes, and you do not want to be next. That's why I urge you to protect the online title to your home with Home Title Lock. You know, the legal documents to our homes are kept online where thieves hunt them. They forge the documents stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against your home and stick you with the payments. And no insurance or bank protects you. Home Title Lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. Find out. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter WATCH for one month of free protection. Again, enter WATCH for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Ah. Can we change the name of this from Happy Hour? Terrified pandemic hour. Yeah. With my, maybe literally my sister from another mister, Cece Goldwater. Yay! Who looks almost exactly like me. We don't know if there was commingling on the Coldwater Miller campaign in 1964. What we're just saying. <laughs> Barry Goldwater's granddaughter and Bill Miller's daughter look a lot alike. There's some canoodling, canoodling going on. <sighs> okay, so we just said we're recording this uh, in the midst of this just, uh, I, I just got the phone with my mom, mm-hmm. who might be your mom too, you don't know. Could be. Yeah. You would know. Did you tell her hi? Hi from your maybe other <laughs> daughter. But this is truly uh, terrifying. I mean, we're going to get into your great new documentary is uh, back out, HBO, Goldwater on Goldwater. But I can't even imagine, just not even partisan, just on a pure incompetence level, what my dad and your grandfather, Barry Goldwater, would think of this. But this is, and I don't usually talk about personal stuff on the air, but I just was saying, Cece, my mom is 97, as you know. Mm-hmm. And has Alzheimer's and just got out of a facility dealing with pancreatitis. We were afraid it was a, a heart attack. It, my brother, you know, wrote, she's depressed. She's on Zoloft. She's losing the will to live. She really needs you. And so, I mean, I'm seriously going to start crying again because mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go tomorrow. And, you know, but obviously my sisters and experts are saying, don't do that. You were just in Seattle. You know, I mean, obviously I don't think I have it. I'm healthy, but, you know, 
Mm-hmm. So people all over the country are doing this. Am I going to kill my grandparent, my parent, my child if I go see them? And what if something happens to her in the meantime? You know, you know, because next week's my vacation, and this is you know we have to plan this way in advance. I mean, I'm worried about my business going over because under because I have a tiny business, and we are extended for sexy liberal tour for the rest of the year that we can't afford. You know, theater deposits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Every single person in America is dealing with this. I know. On some level, yeah. There, I, I think also that there's a there's a um, there's just this little scare that's going around that everybody doesn't have the real truth about what the virus is about. Yeah. And I think that that ignorance is not something that we need to you know that we need to kind of put our head in the sand. I think we need to really get the real truth about this. Isn't that? And, I mean, your grandfather Barry Goldwater. That's the thing about him. Everybody knew he was a straight shooter. Just mm-hmm. the lies alone, whether you loved Barry Goldwater or you hated him or you agreed with him, he was a straight shooter. Right. He would have told you exactly yeah. what was going on day one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but, the, the, but this, is the, this is atypical of our president. You know, we have this yeah. guy that doesn't really kind of understand what yeah. this is all about. And pandemics are something that's out of his, um, yeah. Yeah. his bandwidth. Especially because <laughs> he's we, such a germaphobe. Yeah. We, we've you know? talked about this, that my mom is a 97-year-old Trump voting Fox News watching Republican still. Does not agree with you and I that your grandfather or my dad would be appalled. Right. Thanks, you know. But I'm like, Fox News is killing people. She doesn't think, she doesn't understand why no. I'm not coming because Fox News told her everything's fine. Right. Disinfor- disinformation is amazing. Yeah. Staggering, huh? I mean, I, I flew over here from uh, Arizona yesterday and I was on a, a smaller plane, but still, I mean, it's just um, there. It's it's cr- crazy at the airports. Some places you go, there's nobody there, and sometimes right. you go, there's just crowded, and so yeah. it's it's a very disturbing time. We have a very special guest. I don't mean to name drop, but yeah. Barry Goldwater Jr. is on the phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Uncle Barry! <laughs> Uncle Barry's here. Good morning, Uncle Barry. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> oh. there, there's that Goldwater voice. <laughs> is it is it Trump? Bashing time? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the the Trump bashing moment. <laughs> uh, you know, listen, Uncle Barry, I've tried to tell my mother, no living member of the Goldwater family, the Reagan family, the Eisenhower family supports Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, what do you, th- I mean, what's your take on, you know, I know you guys, we get asked this all the time, right? But what your grandfather would think of, of just, let's take it up through last night. What, what my father would think? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I meant Cece's grandfather, your father. Yes. What do you think about the virus? About Trump in general. Oh, I think uh, he would support everything that he has done. He's Trump's accomplished an awful lot since he's been in office. I don't think he'd like his personality. Yeah. But I think he would support most of the things that he's done: cut taxes, uh, move the the uh, capital of Israel over to uh, where it should be. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think, I think uh, he would support most of the things he's done, deregulation, uh, you know, stepping yeah. up and, and for once and for all uh, 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 confronting our trade imbalances. Hmm. All right, well, I'm going to hang up on you now, Uncle yeah. Barry, but it's been yeah. nice talking to you. That was strong and stimulating, and on that note, bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Uncle Barry. Wait a minute. You weren't sexy liberal Phoenix last time. I didn't think you were a Trump supporter. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one family member really? that's staying really, oh. really close to the deck of cards here. Wow. Okay. Are you, Stephanie, do you yeah. like po- you like poetry? I think you're trying to distract me, but no, not really. Well, the election is over. The talking is done. Your party lost. My party won. Oh. So let's be friends. Arguments pass. 
I'll kiss my elephant, you kiss your ass. All right, Uncle Barry. We're going to leave you that mic drop moment and say goodbye. (laughs) Thank you, Uncle Barry. (laughs) We'll talk to to you again soon. (laughs) All right. All right, Uncle Barry has to go now. That was an intermission. That was our intermission. All right. The Republican right in Arizona. I don't think he knew I was going to actually hang up on him, but I did. Okay, because we only have so much time. I was expecting that. No, we have only so much time, and we, we, you know, obviously, I've said this before, this film that CeCe did is brilliant, and you really have to see it, and I'm so happy. Tell us what's happening. They're bringing it. Yeah, yeah. um, I actually went back to them. It had been off the network for HBO. uh, HBO. It was on HBO, uh, aired in 2006, and aired on the channel for about six, six years. And then um, went off the channel, and um, in the last year or so, I've negotiated with them to buy it back for the next four years, so it's going to air for the next four years on the channel. Wow. So, yeah, because I think it's an important film. They thought it was very important. I think they realized that 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 film they made in 2006 was more important now than it was when it came out. And so at that point, that that was an easy sell for for me to do. I told you that uh, last time I was home, I brought the film and watched it with my mom, and she... Loved it. And oh, she has right. a hard time, you know, just... Right. She's... God bless her. She's doing great. I mean, she's still smart and funny and, like, you know, she knows who I am and all that. She's... But she's a hard time, you know, watching an entire... Right. She loved it. We watched it more than once. Uh-huh. I don't think she gets the whole point about that. Goldwater really wouldn't. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of missed that, but... Uh, yeah, I think that... I think the film has an application to kind of show uh, the show what the Republican Party of that era was about, what what really was what we're talking about, yeah. um, a person that, that was constitutionalist, that, that believed in, um, you know, w- women's rights, separates church and state. It was yeah. really a, a very, it's a very normal um, political platform that's become kind of a, a wackadoo now on, in Washington. We don't really have anything that's but, yeah, I mean it's not it's not normal, and um, it's stopped being normal like a long time yeah. ago. Well, yeah, well it did, it did, and and that's a problem because now I I'm just wondering when, you know, if, if you think of the future, how how much is it going to take to get us rectifying back to where we were? I mean, we've, you know, the clean water bill has been, you know broken down and yeah. you know we've just got all these EPA things and and t- tr- tons of things that he's reversed that Obama did yeah. that are kind of going to be we're going to be in a bad mess pretty soon so yeah well and economically that we're just seeing yeah. we're just okay in bonus you can um, see how hot my mom was she's in it she's in the film which is why yeah. she probably yeah, she's a hot, yeah. The 64 campaign she's um <laughs> but you know i love it, how personal the film is too it may not be what you're expecting it's called mr conservative go water on go water but I, I didn't even know this that you lived with your grandparents for part of your childhood in order to go to school in high school in phoenix you were born in sedona mm-hmm. which, sedona. which yeah. makes sense because you're kind of hippy dippy you know <laughs> Like fucking dirty hippie. <laughs> and, oh, you're still mad at that cookie in your bed, huh? <laughs> um, but you were, I just love you said, sometimes I'd see the Secret Service outside my window because Kissinger was coming for coffee or something. I knew he was really important, but not what he stood for. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were about the same age. You were five during the campaign. I was three. Mm-hmm. And so I had the same like feeling like I didn't, I just, I remember I wanted to be something. I just knew my dad was great. I wanted to be something great like he was. I didn't really know. I didn't understand what he was, but I knew he was important, you know, and isn't that interesting? But you say, um, you talked about him. He was very vocal about his fear of people like the late Jerry Falwell and the religious right taking over the party. He was concerned about the change in civil liberties and women's rights. Um, he's, in fact, Barry spent much of his political retirement as a thorn in the side of the mainstream GOP. He said the party had been taken over by kooks and extremists. He called for gays to be allowed to serve in the military, saying you don't need to be straight to fight and die for your country. You just need to shoot straight. Your brother, Ty, his grandson, is gay. Mm-hmm. And right. so, 
you know, that's the thing is this didn't start yesterday with Trump. This whole this version of the Republican Party did it. No, I mean, I, the, I think the, the, that Barry Goldwater people like Barry Goldwater are considered the icons of, of our political tapestry. I think that what's happening now, we're just having a, um, it's, it's, it's so, it's so pragmatic. I mean, we don't, it's, it's I, I just feel like we're living in a dream. It mm-hmm. doesn't, it, do, it, yeah. the reality of everything is just not there, but, but the film is back out on HBO and it's, it's going to be out for the next four years. And I came to town because I'm doing a, trying to turn this, turn this film into a movie, a yeah. feature film on Barry. Oh, so it's so timely. I'm hoping it, we you, can get something going. You on said, um, what was the, I just love this. You said um, at the end of his career, he was seeing it already. He was saying things like, if I had to run uh, 10 or 20 years from now, I not, might got, not get elected in my own party. The Republicanist Party has changed uh, into less than what I think Barry Goldwater would be supportive of. Mm-hmm. I I mean, we joke, but I actually did not know Barry was still... I, th- I thought last time we talked in Phoenix, he was not on the Trump train, but he is. So you have the same thing in your family. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like a Mexican standoff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have, we have, we have, there's one side of the family, but there's maybe only Me there's too. three people still yeah. on that one side of the family that are just hanging in there mm. with like wow. scared cats, you know? Wow. Because um, I remember your, your political family. Do you talk about politics with? We them? try to avoid it. We do too. Yeah. Isn't that we sad? Try to avoid yeah. it. It's, we it, used to. We used to all be so sort of funny about our differences, yeah. and now it's caused real fissures no, it's in my family. Riff. It's very it, sad. It's a riff because it, yeah. because you can almost take it as a. Um, it's like a personal assault, mm-hmm. you know, that you're yeah. not, you're, are you just yeah. that ignorant that you're going to support Trump? Or yeah. you know, I mean, you yeah. just, and you can't do that. So it's yeah. just going to let everybody have their opinions. Yeah, I shouldn't my talk about this, but we, you know, my brother and I grew up together. We're always kind of funny and. You know, in the midst of all this, like, and I know he's just making a joke and, you know, but he said something about, you know, you and your party, you know, like whatever. I, I was joking about childhood mm-hmm. chores. I actually made my mom laugh because she remembered because, mm-hmm. you know, she said, I have chores when you get there. And I'm like, oh, I'm just glad you don't have those window wells anymore because we used to have to clean out the leaves and mud and earthworms and potato bugs, <laughs> you know. So I was making a joke about that. And, you know, my brother's like, oh, I didn't mind hard work. And, you know, I didn't get, you know, I didn't want to, ha- you know, you, you grew up kind of delicate and wanted handouts or something. And I'm like, yeah, right. That's right. I've lived off handouts oh. my whole life. <laughs> Your brother said that. Which I've never gotten a dime oh, nice. from anybody. Nice. Right? I'm just like, well. oh, uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And look, uh, where, I'm, me. And look where I'm at now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the, um, in the corona-free z- z- virus zone. Here. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember this in uh, this article about in 19, uh, you said one of the things Barry Goldwater, who died in 1998, might find foreign about today's political scene uh there was surely the scene that unfolded on the democratic convention in charlotte i remember this his granddaughter surrounded by the arizona De- uh, democratic delegates nominating president obama from mm-hmm. the convention floor i remember i was there and watched <laughs> watched you live um you said madam secretary arizona is the grand canyon state and has produced some fabulous politicians of both parties one includes my grandfather barry goldwater i'm cc goldwater my grandfather wouldn't recognize a republican party of today to which i gave you rock star cheers all by myself <laughs> I did the wave. <laughs> go on, sister. Um, yeah, but I mean, they're right. In a riveting, mo- it was a riveting moment. A direct descendant of perhaps the most conservative presidential nominee the Republican Party has ever had, asserting that today's GOP had gone too far. That's a not okay. Mm-hmm. Barry Goldwater believed in personal freedoms, the right to privacy, a woman's right to choose. She said, on behalf of the Arizona delegation, I want to cast seventy-seven votes for Arizona for Barack Obama, the president of the United States. <laughs> and that was. Against McCain, who right. was yeah. your dad's, you know, like right. that was your, your, excuse me, your grandfather's uh, well, sort he took, of he, he, inspiration. He, yeah, he took, or, uh, he, McCain took my grandfather's seat in Senate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then he, he had his desk and. Right. Yeah. The whole thing. Right. 
Interesting talking to Cece right now. We're talking about when people do the 10-year challenge on mm-hmm. pictures. Uh-huh. Well, um, pic- people post pictures of me uh, from the 64 campaign when I was three. So this would be the 50-something year uh, challenge. You look so, better. You yeah, look better you look better now than you did then. Well, okay. But listen, <laughs> I don't expect to have my three-year-old under eyes, but I want my at least 10 years ago. Yes. How about from where you went for president with Cece Goldwater in 08? Plexiderm. 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 If only, you know what? My dad and Goldwater might have won in 64 had they known about Plexiderm. Oh, those bags under both of their eyes? Oof. Oh, Ooh. okay. Ugh. Plexiderm, I'm telling you. Uh, it is a, a Merkel. It is a clinically studied serum. It goes on clear. Nobody even knows you're using it. And all of those under eye wrinkles, bags, right? Crow's feet. How about smile lines? I know we're not smiling much anymore. But when you were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, try Plexiderm.com. You've got to try this. Uh, see the before and after photos for yourself. Use my code VOICES for 50% off plus an additional $10 off. I said it right. 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer also available by calling 1-800-685-1292. Mention the code VOICES. Plexiderm backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. What have you just got to lose? Try Plexiderm.com. Use my code VOICES at checkout. Try Plexiderm.com. You'll love it. You'll be glad you did. Um... I loved this because I remember all this, and this is so great in the film. If you want to see what the old-timey conventions are, God knows what the conventions <laughs> this year, if we're even going to have them. But you you had another more personal reason for not supporting Romney. The decades-old conflict between the Romney and Goldwater families goes back to the 1964 Republican convention mm-hmm. when Barry was the nominee and George Romney, governor of Michigan, mm-hmm. helped lead the faction of moderates seeking to—I mean, I feel like this is all re- history repeating itself— Trying, seeking to insert a civil rights plank in the party platform. When they failed, Romney refused to endorse Goldwater, warning the party was writing its death sentence with extreme positions. Um, you wow. just said George Romney walked out on my grandfather in 1964 at the Cow Palace. I'm not sure how I could support his son now. If my grandfather was alive, I think he'd say uh, his father was a real weenie. <laughs> he left me hanging. <laughs> I guess I was looking for a word. A word. <laughs> a weenie might not have been the most... Appropriate, yeah. but yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I, I think uh, the the whole the whole sixty four campaign. I was as as we were talking about earlier. I was young as well, but it really gave me doing this film. It gave me an insight to his political career and his process and how he had gone through so many different things to get to where yeah. he thought. And it was nothing. The way he built the things that he believed in were were core values that actually he could back up with stuff. It yeah. wasn't there were they weren't like high. Hypoth- or uh, it wasn't a, a thought that was yeah. not reality. He was always reality based, and he yeah. would just go down to the bottom line and figure out what it was, and that that's what made him such a diplomatic and, and fair person. Yeah. But he was he was very misconstrued, and everybody really thought he was you know they, the, it was a Johnson administration that spun this story on Goldwater that made him just a, a you know a crazy man. Yeah. And considering what's going on now, I, he's far from crazy. Right. Yeah. I mean. He's probably the most sane person. Yeah. He would be sane. I love that you called him uh, Paca. Paca. What is that? Explain that. Paca was just a name that we, as kids, my sister and I were the first grandkids, and um, I, I, we couldn't really say Papa and or whatever whatever word, and my yeah. sister came up with that word, I think, and we all called him Paca. Yeah. Hmm. I remember him uh, being at my house on Willow Street in Lockport, New York, in, uh, I don't know, I was a little kid, and uh, it was must have been a something, Goldwater Miller reunion, mm-hmm. something, and... Uh, He's just funny. I just remember. I just remember now, and I must have been like a, I don't know, you know, a tod- toddler or something. But he, he looked at me. He goes, "Last time I saw you, you were a little squirt." <laughs> <laughs> this made me laugh. It's like his big glasses. I was like, "Ah, that guy's funny." I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, um, but it, it's uh, anyway. The film I can't say enough about. It. I'm glad, I'm so glad, you know, to, that we're rediscovering it because it, it sort of becomes newly relevant in every political cycle, and and particularly now, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's it, it, it. There are some really beautiful moments in the film that really explore um, issues that that people really would have probably stayed away from, but we kind of went on to them yeah. taboo, you know, to break the taboo of it. And I think that the nicest thing about the film is because we have, I've interviewed everybody from Hillary Clinton to, yeah. um, McCain, to, to John McCain, yeah. to Walter Cronkite, to, you know, Alphonse D'Amato and <clears throat> various people. And, and the common denominator, especially with, you know, with like Andy Rooney and people were the, the bottom line is he was just a really nice guy. And despite yeah. the, his political, um, attributes or his p- political positions he was a man that was honest and he just really he really said what he felt he was a patriot and he was a yeah. patriot whether you agreed with him or not right. he, and he you, stood you never by doubted, country no. like trump you never doubted his motives or th- right. thought it was never about, about him anything. no never. please tell me that walter cronkite at the end of the interview said and that's oh, the no. way it is <laughs> <laughs> no. no but he's, he's he was a very interesting guy to talk to he was when when kennedy was assassinated my grandfather was just on his way to muncie indiana for my great grandmother's funeral, his my grandmother's mother had died, and he was not aware of the assassination. And he got off the plane and he was on his w- way to the the service for his mother-in-law, and they made they the, a rumor circulated that Goldwater kind of ignored the fact that Kennedy had been assassinated and went you know on a yeah campaigning, but it wasn't campaigning. He was going to a funeral, so when he was got when he got off the plane and they said, "Did you know Senator Goldwater, the president, was shot?" and it it kind of caught him off guard. He was really upset. You know, it was yeah. very, very, dis- very destructive to him. Not only was he mourning the the loss of his mother and you know his yeah. mother in law, but that now he had a friend that just was assassinated well, and the person that he was supposed to run with. And by the way, so it left him crazy. Say know, that again, because people don't realize how politics was. Barry Goldwater and JFK. Yeah, they were supposed to run against each other. Really, no, but mm-hmm. really liked each other, yeah. mm-hmm. and were really looking forward yeah. to a debate of ideas. Right. They wanted to share a plane. They wanted to, uh, you know. Get a get a train. They wanted to do the old uh, campaigning style, whistle stop tours, yeah. and and really show Americans what what political what the platforms are like. You know, old stumping. You know, that was right. that was the way people used to do it. gave the gave everybody that audience the yeah. the, the feeling for the two people at one time. Yeah, and that that. And now we do these debates that are so theatrical that it's not really anything that you see the personality and see the true yeah. persona come out. Next one's yeah. coming up in Phoenix, actually. Yeah, that's right. Well, if, if, it, if it goes on, yeah. we'll see. It, well, oh, yeah, that's right. They might do closed circuit. Yeah. 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 Live Speaking from, of Arizona. Live from their jammies in, in their bedroom. Exactly. The Skype debate. The first, the wow. first senator, the fe- first presidential Skype debate. And they're all in their mm. jammies. They yeah. all have their coffee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bernie going, Sanders not, has a binky in. I'm not touching you. <laughs> yeah, they're all not touching you. Um, oh, uh, Al Franken also in the film. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about the civil. This is a really interesting part of the film. He was talking about civil rights legislation. He said Goldwater was wrong and he made his whole party wrong. But as you know about your grandfather as a person and as i know about my father they were not racists Mm-mm, you know my dad was a prosecutor at nuremberg and part of his concerns i know they think states rights is like a catch-all for racism mm-hmm. but they really were debating serious legal issues back then and you know i know for certain i never heard a racist word out of my father's mm-hmm. mouth his whole mm-hmm. life and so and i know he actually voted the other way than your grandpa did on mm-hmm. you know there were a lot of versions mm-hmm. of the civil rights thing but explain all that because that's addressed in the film about the whole him 
I, I think, called a racist. You know, my, my, my grandfather had a problem with the public accommodations clause of the civil rights bill. So he was, uh, that, was a, that was a struggle for him, and he wanted that particular portion of the bill to be rewritten. He was afraid that it would, would violate groups um, that needed to meet for, um, I don't know, constitutional reasons to be alienated yeah. or subjected not to have that, that privilege. And I think that that was enough for him to say this isn't really a fair document. And this was something that, that, that had been being, was being pushed through um, for a long time. And he was one of the few senators who said, no, I just I don't agree with this. And if it was rewritten, maybe maybe be more constitutional. So he was more of the constitutionalist that was looking at it from that standpoint. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything racist at all because he desegregated the Air National Guard in Arizona before Harry Truman did. Yeah. So it's, it's, Isn't that interesting yeah. too? Also in light of today, where Donald Trump is an outward virulent racist. Who, yeah. I mean, you, you know, we can go on and on and list everything, mm-hmm. but isn't that interesting that your grandfather got cast as a as a racist when it, that is textbook for what a racist is? I I, I was thinking, well, what my dad would think, mm-hmm. Nuremberg prosecutor about very fine Nazis in Charlottesville. Mm-hmm. It's very fine people on both sides. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> we've just lost any kind of moral compass mm-hmm. in America. Yeah, I, the, the, the civil rights bill was a uh, kind of a thorn in his side, went through, you know, he had it kind of hung in there with him for the rest of his career. And um, I think if he had to go back, it would have been a, maybe a different point of view. But it's, it's hard to say because I don't know what he'd do. He was very strong about that public yeah. accommodations clause. But it wasn't anything about racism. It had nothing to do with that. It was not anything right. to do with any of that stuff. And uh, my grandfather was a big advocate for the Native American people in the state of Arizona, yeah. worldwide. He's been an environmentalist. He, you know, helped put the, you way know, way before his way time. before anybody did environmental yeah. stuff with yeah. the Colorado River. And so he was. He was a. Uh, there, there is definitely mispre- misconceptions on Barry out there. And so I'm hoping, between this film being re-released and yeah. people being you know, having the opportunity to see it again. And then maybe getting this feature film going on Barry that maybe, you know, maybe we can get some more light shine, shine on well, it, the subject. If nothing else, Cece, I hope right-wingers, conservatives, whatever you want to call them at this point, see the contrast mm-hmm. between one of their, I guess, conservative icons, still Barry Goldwater, and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Pl- play, compare, and contrast. I dare you to watch this film. There's, and, and, th- yeah, there's a, there, but there's also a whole bunch of lies out there. The lies, that the deception and the lies about... Um, you know what i mean trump has just manufactured so much stuff that we don't know we can't delineate the truth anymore and that's what's the hardest part about now is that everything uh, the gloves are all off and so nobody's fighting fair and it's going to be it's going to be dirty and it's going to be vindictive and it's just going to be nasty and you know here's this guy that is running our country that doesn't have anything nice to say about anybody and it's just a, a it's a real it's a real faux pas i mean your dad when he was chairman of the rnc they came to him with a a I think it was a drunk driving conviction on a, 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 a what do you call it, a, a congressional or Senate seat he really needed to win. And my dad said, we're not going to use this. I know this man. I know his wife right. and his family. Right. Are good. We're not going to use this. And he desperately needed to win that seat. Yeah. Can you imagine? A DUI. Well, that, like, you know, I mean, that happened quite a bit. My grandfather had a situation where um, there was a, a, a LBJ had a, a person that was working close to the, the camp and he was caught in the men's room yep. at the YMCA <laughs> in Washington, D.C., and they came to Goldwater and said, you know, we can use this. 
<clears throat> let's do it. I mean, they're they're doing the ads with you sawing off the eastern seaboard and letting yeah. it float and out the, the and, the, and the atom bomb <coughs> blowing up the little girl with yeah. the daisy. Right. <laughs> and, you know, so you're already being negative. I mean, Johnson's being negative. Why don't we go after him? And he just said, that's not, that's not my, that's not what I do and that's not what I'm going to do. So, and I think that, that, shows, his in, that shows his integrity. He was Watch really, this film yeah. about, a, about a decent man in yeah. a more decent time, both you, both your mm-hmm. grandfather and my father. I mean, watch this film and ask yourself, whatever your politics, would you prefer to have a, a, a patriot like that in office right now? Someone mm-hmm. that really, whatever you thought of him, deeply loved his country and, and you know, and, and believed in public service. They actually believed in serving something, not themselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Donald Trump, you can see up through last night, all he cares about is himself. All he cares about. It, it is I, I, that is just extraordinary in itself in our history. Uh, it's it's we're in a sad situation right now, and I'm 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 just glad the film's back out because people yeah. are people can see something and the reality of where it came from, and 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 there's such a misconception, and I think that the 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 Republicans of today are just fed so much crap that they don't even they don't even hear the you truth. You know the difference there's, anymore. There's there's not even there's no fil- there's nothing filtered filtering it. They just buy it all. Yeah. And we had a caller today, Trump, like, well, what about the swine flu and Obama did, it's like, yeah, I mean, anyway, whatever. I can't, I, listen, let's get to the most important thing since we're talking about Arizona. Why have you fallen down on the job in setting me up with Senator Kristen Cinema? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, Speaking of me and my needs, what, I don't, what has happened there? Because you get creepy on her. Oh, you could get real creepy on her. Didn't you want to be first lady or something uh-huh. like that? I what? heard that. I heard what? that. I could do yeah, it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I could clean up nice. I clean up nice. You do clean up nice. You do have some pretty pictures of yourself. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Your nap did well for you. No, nah, thank you. Okay. It's, Listen, it's, if we do Phoenix Sexy Liberal, yeah. we hope you and Ty and, you know. We'd love we will. to have you. Let's use well, that Goldwater. Let's get some other biggies. Let's, let's get you and Ty. Yeah. Let's, get, let's Goldwater this I'm going to try up. to get Cinema and, and yeah. Mark Kelly. Uh, yes. That would be awesome. I put some, I put some calls out to yeah. them, so we're yeah. going to see if they'll join us. Yeah. Which they're fun. It means a little different when Goldwater's calling in Arizona than Stephanie. Miller's calling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is Mr. Conservative going to be available on HBO Go and HBO Now? HBO Go and HBO awesome. Now and so. um, streaming and everything. It's Sweet. all there. I love you, sister, from go. another mister. Love so you. proud of you. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> go, go, Water Miller. <laughs> Let's run again. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> happy, happy hour. Thanks, Cece. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.